Even you. Master of the Knights of Ren. Have never faced such a test. So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first? Welcome to another episode of Who Talks First. That's I'm not what we're called anymore. No, I, it's fine. Uh, I guess we're Knights of Rant. We don't know. Star Wars hasn't posted a second episode. We have an identity crisis because going on. I, we're having a branding crisis right now because I have... I really wish they hadn't taken Who Talks First from us. Me too. Because, I mean, if, for those of you who know, I have, a, I have an online store and it's called Squadron Goals. But then yesterday, or two days ago... I was just, like, thinking of trying to make branding a little more co- coherent. I'm mm-hmm. like, what if I changed my my shop name to Who Shopped First? And it would have been perfect. If our except... podcast was able to be called Who Talks First. But... Are you sure you want to put this out? Someone's going to make their shop Who Shopped First. I am... Are you sure? I, I want to put it out there. It's fine. It's a clever name. I might change it. Who knows? I did a, <laughs> I did a poll, and it was very, very close. Like, mm. Squadron Goals still won. But Squadron Goals is very much like a meme of today. Yeah. But who shopped first? That's like a meme of always. <laughs> Shut up. Sometimes I hate you. Oh my god. Have you read the comments on our video? No. I'll start with that first. So uh, Solo and I went to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Oh, that's right, we never talked about that. No, and uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, we live close to Disneyland, and Disneyland does this ticketed event where adults can go to Disneyland in costume. And last Our year- dream. <laughs> I know, right? Last year we went as Obi-Wan and Anakin, and then we went twice, so we went as Obi-Wan and Anakin and Luke and Leia. Mm-hmm. And then this year, we went as Obi-Wan and Anakin again, and we got to finally meet Kylo Ren. But just in, like, all the comments in that video are like, poor Solo. <laughs> normally our dynamic. I was just trying to be Obi-Wan, guys. I, I think everyone thinks you actually hate me. No, not at all. I'm just trying to be like, you know, Obi-Wan, I'm the I old just, man. The comments are really funny on that video. <laughs> Which is probably the complete opposite of like any other time we've recorded a video together. It's yeah. probably more like, how does CT put up with that thing? <laughs> I, yeah, because people are like, that's exactly how I picture your dynamic. And I... I don't necessarily think it's flipped, but... I think we just go through... I think we flip-flop all the time. Yeah, we kind of... It just depends on the mood, the day, what's happening. What we've had to eat. Oh, for sure. Is it a thousand degrees outside? Uh How sleepy we are? Absolutely. Because you have this habit of forgetting we're in the middle of a conversation. I, I do. I get tired and I just whoop and I'm gone. <laughs> like, you're like, are you listening to me? I'm like, huh? <laughs> no. Since when have you been talking to me? Like, we were in the middle of a conversation and you just, you're gone now. I just was like, goodbye. Maybe I have ADD or maybe I'm just an old, tired old man. Probably that one. Uh, so we had, we went to Mickey's Not So Scary and last year we were so upset because we didn't get to meet Kylo, and they only had Vader out, and they traded it out. So uh, the first time we went as Luke and Leia, they had Kylo out. So we got to have like a fun meet with him. Very cute, and we were like, hell yeah, so when we come back as Anakin and Obi-Wan, we're gonna meet Kylo. And it's gonna be, what a hoot. And then by the time we came back in Obi-Wan and Anakin, which was a few weeks later, they were getting the hype ready for Rogue One, so they brought Vader back, and Kylo wasn't there. And I've had to deal with the last year of not being able meet, to meet my boy in my home park. Yep. And... Because he wasn't there. They took him away for so long. I'm so glad that they brought him back. But. Yeah. No, the, the first day they brought him back was the day of the trailer. Okay. So, yeah, that's when I got to, like, meet him again. And it was... Hell yeah. Reunited and it feels so good. And that's why we definitely still wore those costumes, even though I was like, oh, oops, I was supposed to fix up this costume a lot. But thankfully, when we got there, the first thing we did was go and meet Kylo, because... They took him away! They took him away! And just replaced him with Vader! So, I I wanted to meet Kylo twice, because I didn't get a selfie with Kylo, and that's all I wanted to do, and I didn't do it. And also, I wanted to record, like, the video of us being able to talk to yeah. him. And the, she was a very nice woman, but she mm-hmm. did not... 
the character attendants, every time we want a video, they always take it. You've already, you're already recording, and mm-hmm. they turn off the recording to take pictures. To take very blurry photos. And you're like, no, 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 no. If it's already recording, can you, I'm sorry you just to need be to rude. Hold it. Yeah. Can you be a human tripod, though? Can you just hold this? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I tried giving it to our, our one of our friends that was there. Oh. So, I, so I, I tried giving it to our friend Alex, but then the attendant, she's like, no, I can take it. Like, it's part of my job. I'm like, oh, okay. But then... But so sadly, we don't have like the video of our meet and greet with Kylo, but it was very, I thought it was very funny. And he has a bunch of new phrases. Um, he got upgraded. Poor bobblehead Kylo. <laughs> he's tall. He is a bobblehead and he's very tall. He's very tall. But uh, I love Mickey's Not So Scary. It's my favorite, favorite time of year and we got a butt ton of candy and everybody called me Kylo. Not everybody. A lot of people. More a lot of people, people called you Kylo. Then, which was so funny. Because I was like, I never would have thought, but then... Especially when they're like, ah, Obi-Wan and Kylo Ren. I'm like, no, who goes with Obi-Wan? I'm Anakin. Dear Lord. My hair is, like, a light brown. Yep. My scar is far less dramatic. Uh Uh-huh. And it's it's just because, well, when it was dark. It was dark. It was dark by the time they started calling you. Kylo. Yeah, so they must have thought that your hair was black. Padawan Ben Solo. And your hair was very fabulous. It was. Like, Anakin does have pretty, pretty fa- fabulous but hair. But Anakin's hair I was is a little on, bit more greasy. Yeah, I was a little bit on Kylo levels of yeah. fabulousness. But that just runs in the family, guys. It's true. And Literally. Like, that's why I like, family. I love Luke's hair in, uh, in The Last Jedi, because right now Luke's hair is looking pretty fabulous. Mm-hmm. That's the family gene. You thought it was the Force... It's actually just really great hair. Yep. But, yeah, so we got to do that, and that was a lot of fun. Um, other than that, catching up in the past week, um, I'm chugging away on Thrawn. Congratulations. Yep, I'm over halfway through now. Uh, I've, I've mentioned before, but I'm listening to the audiobook, and at this point, I'm, it's, I'm not even really listening to the audiobook, but I kind of need to complete things. I have a compulsive need to complete I things. So, even if I have no idea what's going on in the audiobook, as long as it says finished You're like, there you go. in my feed, I'm like, I read it. It's, it's done. over. Because <laughs> I'm like, what? Thrawn and, oh, Eli, the, his mm-hmm. little assistant boy, got promoted. Um, Price and Thrawn are there. Are there. They're <laughs> sort of like teaming up. Oh. Price is just, her friends either betrayed her, she betrayed her friends, and I really liked one of her friends, but... So some, you're either sad or or sad, I guess? I, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I don't... You're not listening. I'm not super listening. I know enough that's going on, and they're really determined to find this Dark Swan character. I think that's what the character's name is. So you're saying that, and then I know there's been a lot about space pirates, so I'm literally just picturing Thrawn in an episode of One Piece. Yep, that's it. Because you're like, oh, the Dark Swan. I'm like, that sounds like a One Piece character. Especially if they're pirates. Yeah, they're, they're smugglers, and there's lots of drugs involved. You mean spices. Spices, yeah, yeah. Some hardcore space cocaine. Um, <laughs> so I'm chugging through that. I also have started from a certain point of view. I'm not very far... Hmm. Uh, I think this is a very, very fun idea for a book. Yes. And I think there's a lot of good stories in here. But there's probably also going to be a few duds. There's, like, I don't think any of them are, at least so far, none of them are duds from a writing aspect. Oh, no, yeah. It's just, like, I don't care about these, like, background cantina characters. I don't care about Snaggletooth. Well, yeah, a lot of people do (laughs) Mm -hmm. care about and they're really excited about, so I kind of... I kind of might switch over to the audiobook for it, mm-hmm. just so I can kind of... Yeah, and John Hamm is the voice of Boba Fett. Oh. And he's also, even though he's not, um, we'll talk about <laughs> Battlefront a bit later, but somebody leaked Kylo's lines from, like, the Battlefront multiplayer, and he sounds like John Hamm. <laughs> it's just John Hamm. It's not Adam Driver. Adam not Driver did not do Kylo's Sort voice. of. I'm like, what part of you was like, ah, this, okay, he's a good, good sound like for John Hamm. <laughs> Have him be Kylo Ren. And then it was like way later, it's like, do you do know John Hamm wasn't Kylo Ren? And then the voice, I'm like, what? I, I thought for sure. That's not John Hamm? I'm like, no, Are it's Adam sure? Driver. They look exactly the same. I, so, I was so confused. So similar. You can see why I got confused. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, 
I am yeah, checking through a certain point of view. Might switch over to the audiobook because I think Neil, Neil Patrick Harris do, does a voice. Oh. I don't know who he does. Um, okay. But I might. Sounds like a really fun audiobook, though. Yeah. To be real. And I have the Audible credit, so it's not yeah. like Phasma, I'll read you one day. I promise. One day. Signed. CT. CT. <laughs> um, speaking of Phasma, uh, her comic finished up. Um, so I'm sad I'm not, not still working at the comic book store for because, like, if I would have known it was that small of a miniseries, I would have just bought it. Yeah. But I was afraid it was going to turn out like Poe, where I was like, oh, this will be cute, and then it just went on forever. But cool things about Poe is that, we, we I mean, we've talked about this for a while mm. and kind of predicted in the past from the Poe comics, because Poe is becoming this diehard resistance kind of person mm. who might be starting to take things too far. He might be turning into Saw. Yeah. And we got a description of characters from, like, a Japanese press release. Ooh. And some, or I wish I had it with me. We don't take notes here. You kind of have notes. We have bullet points. We have bullet points, but I didn't... We're evolving. I didn't write, like, the uh, actual quote, but the bio for Poe, which by, by was, for me, it was the most interesting, um, says that people from the Resistance are beginning to take his dedication to the fight a little, like, they're starting to get worried about it, like, mm. about his dedication. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, good, because they were hinting at that in the Poe comics a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of wondering if that was going to play a part in the movies. And it might be. And I think that's a really good direction to take Poe's character Absolutely. without making him uh, kind of, like, just the good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because other than that, I had a hard time being like, all right, what's your character role yeah what's the point of poe of being here because originally you weren't supposed to be here and we all know that Mm -hmm. we know that you were supposed to die so hopefully they give you something to go Mm -hmm. on that was the set that's the way to finish that sentence yeah you did a good job there (laughs) uh so yeah that that was just something interesting like everybody else's character descriptions were pretty much the same interesting Mm -hmm. but uh the only one that gave you something new like kylo's was like he's mad but and, but his, and his dark side powers are growing more strong, but Snoke's like, that ain't good enough. That was his. <laughs> Not good enough, sucker! Exactly. That's the exact quote from the Japanese press release. Ah, uh, yes. Snoke says, you, you ain't good enough, sucker. Try harder. It sounds really good in Japanese. Yeah. In English, no, it just, just doesn't translate well. No, it doesn't <laughs> at all. Um, but yeah, the Phasma comic ended, uh... I mean, it was just, it was just a kind of a fun story of her mm-hmm. uh, filling in a plot hole. Yeah, I mean, I have issue one. Yeah. Issue one, I definitely picked up, but and then she succeeded, so she killed the guy who knew. Uh, so, oh, spoilers! Sorry. <laughs> um, whoopsie. Whoopsie daisies. But uh, moving on, uh, filming for Han Solo has officially wrapped. Wow. And if you hadn't heard by now. The Han Solo movie is called... Wow. Drumroll. Solo. Wow. First of all, also, first Star Wars takes our podcast name. And then they're taking your handle. Right? Why do you have this vendetta against us? Jeez. My handle is from Gundam Wing. (laughs) And you can back off. (laughs) Created in like, I think 1997. Way before Star Wars. Sure. It's, and the character Solo's never even named inside the show. <laughs> Smiles. Obviously, they stole it from us. Clearly. Obviously. Um, I mean, if the next movie ends up being a Boba Fett movie, Boba Fett is technically a clone, and so they're taking the CT part of... We just... What if they just call it BF? <laughs> they oh, can't. <laughs> we'll just call it BF. BF, but, the Han Solo... I mean, the, the Star Boba Wars Fett story. Uh... Yeah, I mean, honestly, this name doesn't surprise me at all. I think it's a fine title. I'm not... A lot of people were, like, disappointed. I'm like, I'm not disappointed. This is just exactly what I thought it was going to be. And I don't understand why they just didn't... What did they want it to be called? Like, a smuggler's tale? Oh, I guess that would be fine. Uh-huh. It was like... I was about to be, like, a smuggler's bounty, but that's That's like, exactly what I was about to say. That's the like, toy box. That's a thing. Smugglers run. Um, uh, on Twitter, I had, like, a conversation with one of... Uh, one of our listeners, and he said something about it being called Kessel Run. I'm like, ooh, I, if ah. it was about Kessel Run, I'd actually really like that. And then we, the joke became is we have a, we have a new knight of a new canon knight of Ren. Uh-huh. Um, oh, I forgot his Bob. name. Uh, well, first Bob we have Bob Ren. I think 
I think it's Greg Wren. Greg or Joe Wren. Um, I'm forgetting what we named him, but... Uh, you already forgot his name? I'm gonna go with Joe Wren. Um, but... I think it was Joe. Okay. And he's the one who pitched the Kessel Run as a title as the Han Solo movie, but he is now ostracized, so he's gone. Oh, but that would have been a good... Especially because they're still gonna call it, like, Castle Run, the Star Wars tale. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you don't have to... Like it still has Star Wars in the title, and well, we don't we don't really know if Castle Run has like a huge part in the story. No, no, but, but if you were to name it something outside of Star Wars, you're still gonna have that Star Wars in the like a the title Star Wars story. Yeah, because I can understand them not wanting to just call it like Castle Run. You know what yeah. I mean? Because people are gonna be like, oh, yeah, I didn't know that Solo, was a Star Wars movie. Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah, but people are gonna see Solo and be like, oh, is that the Star Wars? Movie? Yeah, I'm like, that's it's basically what everybody expected. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. Uh, I expected this movie. Uh, again, it's not really a movie I'm very excited about. Absolutely I wish not. I was, but I'll, I'll admit I have a huge bias in the way is that I don't think I'm ever going to believe anyone else besides Harrison Ford as Han Solo. And... It's definitely difficult to I don't, get over. I don't think... I think the actor can do an amazing job, and I, like, that's, like, why I don't put any fault on him. I think oh, it's no. personally just me. I will not be able to watch, especially a Han that's, like, three... Four, five years before A New Hope. Right. That's not Harrison Ford. I, I don't have anything against the actors in this movie. I, I feel like the... I just They're feel in a like... very, very difficult position, and that's why I even feel bad criticizing it. Be- I'm not even criti- criticizing. I'm probably criticizing. We but... are we're criticizing a little early. We haven't seen it yet, but I'm just going into it being like, I'm probably going to have a lot of problems with the story and... in general, just like the writing. Is probably going to be my problem. And my secret hope, this is my secret hope, I don't think it's true because we've seen pictures of Amelia Clark after Ron Howard took over, but she may not have been in costume, mm-hmm. is all the photos we've seen of Amelia Clark in her character outfit were from when the Lord and Miller era. Uh-huh. And so I'm hoping once Ron Howard came in, he, he was, was like... like you- Change your hair color. Or he was just like, how dare you do not make her look like a Leia replacement. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's he's like, don't put her in white dresses, don't give her, like, these braid hairstyles, yeah. don't do it. Also, can we put her in, like, some sort of red hair, black hair, blonde, blonde hair wig. Anything. We, like, Dirty blonde something. Yeah. Even space hair, but you can give her something else. Yeah. But I, I, I highly doubt that one, but I'm gonna have a little secret hope for it, just because... I, I'm so excited for Kelly Marie Tran to join the lineup of Star Wars women. I'm so tired of Star Wars women only being white brunette women. And I love all of them. Oh, me too. I, like, I, love, I would still love them if they looked different. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, because like the, one of the covers for, um, uh, I'm totally forgetting the name of the magazine, and I apologize, but uh, one of the Star Wars magazines came out, and it's all about like the women of Star Wars, and it's Jin, uh, Ray and Padme, and you're just you just so you just look at it and you're like all these they look very very similar. Yep. And I'm very excited for some diversity to be added to this lineup, and I hope that it will be soon. Well, I mean we know Kelly Marie Tran's coming yeah. coming in soon, but, but I mean still. If they had to cast Amelia Clark, if she was really the best actress for the role, and I love Amelia Clark. I, I adore I her. I love her, and I, like, love her as Daenerys, but... I'll go to my grave saying that she should have been an alien. Oh, yeah. She should have been a Twi'lek, a Tegruta, a Zebrax, something. She'd be so cute as yeah. any of those. Uh, but, like, uh, even when we just went up to Barnes & Noble, and there was, like, that Star Wars magazine that was like, here's, a like, a five-page stri- spread about the women in Star Wars, and you're like, there's only ten of them written in here. And the only ones that aren't white brunette women are aliens. And Mon Mothma. And, and Mon Mothma, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she's just slightly she's more just ginger. ginger. It's fine. You're like, oh, wow. Was the team not in that write-up? Oh, I'm sorry, she was. Oh, was she? Okay, good. Okay. Again, I'm like, please tell me Satine was yeah. in No, Satine and Hera. Well, okay, obviously well, alien. Alien. But, like, they even included Shmi. And I'm like, I love Shmi, but I'm like... Including them, you still only have ten? 
They could have. Yeah, yeah, I wish they included characters like Stila and stuff. I'm, I'm not. I didn't. We mm. didn't look at the pages that they didn't. They didn't. Uh, did not Queen Star. Oh, that's a bummer. Um, but uh, moving forward, uh, I guess. I guess we'll talk about Battlefront at the end. Yeah, Battlefront will be the end. Just in case you don't want spoilers, you can leave. We will give you massive heads up before we talk about that. Um, but in a, a separate spoiler warning, this is when we're going to talk about the new Rebels episode! Yeah, we're going to do an in-depth discussion about it like we did last time. So, so if yeah, if you yet, haven't watched it yet and you don't want to be spoiled... See you uh, next week. See, yeah, see you <laughs> next time. Or you can fast forward to the Battlefront part where we're talking potentially talking about Battlefront spoilers... But if you don't want spoilers at all, that this is the end of the episode. Bye. Um, <laughs> so we watched uh, In the Name of the Rebellion. Mm-hmm. Which is another two-parter. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to... Because this is what sort of uh, TMNT did in their last season is they had a bunch of like mini arcs. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that's what Rebels is going to do. If the whole last season is going to be two-parters. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I don't know that. I'm sure that information's probably out there somewhere, but I don't super follow a lot of Rebels news. You did say that there wasn't going to be any spoiler, uh, not any filler arcs. Yes, so. they did yeah. say that. They're like, they're done with filler, which which is good. A plus. Um, something that I do find interesting, and I both appreciate it, but also I appreciate what they're trying to do, but also very confused, is they're kind of following the Star Wars formula mm. of Throwing you in the middle of a story, and you kind of figuring out how they got there from the episode. Mm-hmm. But the thing of why that works well in the movies is because they have the opening crawl that kind of tells you. Yeah, they're like, here's last the week because they, they left Mandalore. And now they're getting on Yavin Four and blah 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 blah. And you're like, okay, but no. And suddenly we're just on Yavin Four, and you're like, what? What? And like they've been apart for a long time, and. I, I do think part of this is to blame on us because we didn't watch, we haven't rewatched the finale or the last few episodes because right. they, they may have said things about their position, uh, but like in the mission that they failed, we don't know anything really about that mission mm-hmm. that just said it was a big blow and they lost a lot of teammates and just when they do stuff like that, I want to make sure, because I am a, I am a person who like picks apart episodes and, I, mm-hmm. and so I don't like missing information. Mm-hmm. So when stuff like that happens, I'm constantly thinking, oh, wait, did I miss something? Did right. I forget something? Or... I don't think we have that piece of the puzzle yet, because that deals with Hera, and I would have paid attention. Because the only time I really pay attention is when Hera and Kanan are on the screen. <laughs> They're like, oh, yes, aces. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. They're there. Hey, but we had some great cameos in this episode. We did. My boy, well, Rex, Rex is the, was there. Oh, it was then so good to see Then my boy Wedge and Tilly's. Mm-hmm. Then Hot Callus makes his world premiere. And uh, <laughs> it's not his world premiere. He's definitely appeared before. Well, no, well, his like season premiere. His, you can call him that. Well, it's his world premiere as the as a like a rebel with his beard. Was it? Yeah, that, is he, the first time he's wearing that uniform. Yeah. All right. Well, besides like the trailer. Mm, okay. Um. Then Mon Mothma was in this episode. A lot of good cameos in this episode. Saw. Um, yeah, saw. And then Bail Organa got a good three seconds. I'm not sure if he even spoke, but I didn't think he was just a hologram. He was still looking good as a hologram, Bill Organa. And then the, the, the alien that saw his right-hand man, he mm-hmm. was there. I saw. I remember him in the movie. Yeah, he, he was in the movie. Good job. Um, good job. <laughs> so, I actually, I really enjoyed this episode. It was really uh, good. I, because I, Saw might be one of my new favorite characters in terms of, you have a good story arc. Yeah. Absolutely a really interesting He's a very Story good arc. character, and he built. He brings way more to the world and the universe than a lot of characters do. Mm-hmm. Than I would even like argue someone like building like a, a whole world. I would say that he even brings more to the character, like to the story, than characters like Han Solo. Because I'm like Han's very important to the main narrative, but Saw builds a world but and yeah. shows like the effects of this war, and he's such a good character. Mm-hmm. Because uh. Yeah, definitely his aspect is, like, opening your eyes to certain things of the Rebellion, because, I mean, we were talking about this uh, off the podcast earlier, it's just before when you're watching the movies, you don't ever really see the Rebellion do anything bad, and so you don't understand why, you can understand that some people are afraid of, to uh, defect to against the, yeah, against the Empire, you can understand that, but you, you hear... Of the people calling the rebels terrorists, and mm-hmm. they're afraid of the rebels as well, and the rebels are also destroying their homes, but you never really see it. 
So I think bringing in Saw, I mean, we've already had Saw in the Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. Like, he has such a full, rich story arc. It's so good. And it's so good. And so I was really excited to see him come back. And um, so basically the episode is uh, Saw sends this, like, really threatening message to Mon Mothma, Mm -hmm. where he kind of sounds like a crazy person. Yeah. You're starting to see that fracture in in Mm -hmm. Saw, for sure. And that's, like... There was some, like, great... I'm not sure if this was intentional or not, um, because when Saw ends up getting Ezra and Sabine, then those are the two kids of the of the Phantom, or not Phantom, Ghost, ghost. Team, Ghost Squad, Spectre Team, and... Or Spectre, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And he talks to them in such, like, a, like, fatherly way, mm-hmm. and I really like that, because he raised Jin, and I kind of like this aspect that is that he is actually really... Like, good at with kids because Jin didn't hate Saw. Not at all. And Jin and Saw actually was like a decent father figure, and I think that has something to do with I mean losing his sister. But so you seek this kind of crazy manic side to Saw, but when he turns and picks up, uh, so they premise of the episode is like the first part of the episode is they're trying to put a spike in this uh, imperial tower so they can kind of keep their two cents on what the Empire is doing. And they make sure that they don't go into any more traps and stuff like that. So they can just have some, like, intel. Mm-hmm. And, the movements of the Empire. And then Ezra's like, why don't we just destroy it? And because I, I like that they're potentially bringing back the beginning of season three, Ezra. Ezra who's questioning everything. And mm-hmm. you're like, ah, you're the Anakin of this season. That's, that's what I want. Because, yeah, the beginning of season three. Because the first half of season three was so good. The last half mm-hmm. of season two, first half of season three were so good. It, like, admittedly, did f- it fizzled out for me a little, for a little uh-huh. bit. But I think I think season four has the potential to end with a really good high. Yeah, because the, the introduction of the season did not leave me feeling very good because Ezra kind of had re- returned to, like, a joke character. He was mm-hmm. very much the comic relief in those two episodes. Mm-hmm. So, going into these two episodes, I was like, oh, okay, he can still be, like, a little goofy, and he's still young, but I feel like he's matured, and I don't feel like he's taken a bunch of steps backwards, so yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, so he was very, very, uh, interesting, kind of wondering why they weren't taking the drastic steps like Saul was taking, mm-hmm. and he himself was like, alright, if Saul is getting these, this progress, maybe we should do stuff like him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they, yeah, they, they try to do this thing on the satellite, and all goes awry, mm-hmm. and Saw ends up being the one to pick them up, and he destroys, a, he puts some bombs down and destroys one Star Destroyer. I mean, we can say a lot about Saw, but he's good at destroying Star Destroyers. He's very good at killing people. Very good at it. Killed all those people on that, and got rid of the, the satellite. Yeah. I, he's He's effective in a... In a very... In a, that's why he's so interesting. Ah, He's such it. a good character, yeah. Because um, he's so Clone Wars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he he's is. got He's got that, like, extreme side of the war that you don't see in Rebels. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, this is literally a character that came from Clone Wars. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's he actually he's, is. He's harsher and he kills people. <laughs> and so when... So Saw's the one that ends up picking them up. And that's when you first see, like, why... Saw seems so perfectly normal when he picks him up. Uh-huh. And he's like, hey, kids, come on in. Like, You just hey, want to come with me? Yeah, come with me. We're going to go on this adventure. Let's, like, drop these bombs. Don't worry. We'll get out of here. And he's so soothing and so fatherly to them. And, again, I really like that because I kind of, I want them to bring up Jin because mm-hmm. he did raise Jin. And Rebel Rising, again, great book. For those who want to know more about, like, Saw's character, obviously he makes his first appearance in Clone Wars. Then Rogue One, and Rebels, and Rebel Rising, and uh, Catalyst, he's also in that. Mm. So, he's had, he's gone from just, like, a one character yeah, arc in Clone Wars to being one of the most full-fledged characters it's in Star Wars. It's, I love it. Um, but I kind of like seeing, like, the softer side to him. Mm-hmm. And that's where, basically, the first episode ends there, and... Hera's like, don't take my kids away from me. And he's like, I'm taking them on a field trip. Bye. Bye. She's like, you're a bad influence on my kids. I don't like it. Kanan, get all kids back. Please. He's like, 
What do you want me to do? I'm just stuck here in this chair. She's like, fuck. There was a nice moment when they're flying through the fog where oh Kanan my God. Is, the, is like Hera's eyes. And, and I'm like, oh, God, it's the reverse of every fanfic I've ever read. Oh, God, it's so good. I love it. Mom and Dad trusting each other. I, I also just want to bring up on an animation note, this, oh my God. it looks so beautiful. It looks so beautiful. And Hera was always the prettiest model. You can tell whoever modeled her was like, oh, I'm putting extra work in. Yeah. But this season, she's even prettier. Yeah, the, the lighting, mm-hmm. they've really been able to step up their lighting game, which makes me, like, every animated show will get a larger budget over time if mm-hmm. they're doing well. And during season four, you could really see it, because yeah. the lighting is just gorgeous. It's There's starting some to shots. feel a little bit more like Clone Wars, which I'm liking, and yeah. less like... because I mean, Clone Wars started <laughs> off real bad, too. Uh-huh. Let's... Let's not forget that, but it gets really gorgeous near the end. Near the end, yeah. and so I'm glad. I'm glad Rebels gets to end with like a, a similar artistic high. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the second part of the episode, uh, Saw takes Sabine and Ezra to a like a shipping, like a port. Yeah, he's got some coordinates for some secret weapon, something that's being hid inside a civilian craft. So, so they're going there, mm-hmm. to figure it out what it is. And uh, he brings up uh, the Genosians, and uh, just as like a reminder, like Saw was in the show earlier, where they go to Geonosis and see that like all the Genosians are super dead, and they kind of see this hint. Of a super weapon. They can't... Well, the Geonosian, the one that they do find who's still alive, he, like, just draws a circle on it with a little dot. And it's it's supposed to be, like, the Death Star, mm-hmm. but they don't know what it is. Right. They think... And then later they find the egg, which is, like, a clear egg, so you can just see the embryo inside. Or, like, mm-hmm. oh, there, he was talking about the egg. It's uh-huh. the little... Uh-huh. No. No, he was talking... Or, or maybe he was talking about the egg. Who knows? Maybe, but, but either way, it's definitely supposed to make the audience think. Saw knows that yeah. there's this, like, super weapon. Yeah, either way it was supposed to be. Yeah. You're supposed to know, think, maybe the Death Star. Yeah. Which it was. Um, so, yeah, they they go around trying to find what's so important on the civilian tran- uh, transport. They find a bunch of prisoners. Mm-hmm. Scientists. <laughs> Scientists, yes. That they, they were actually pretty funny. Yeah, they were oh, funny. The, like, I do like, I'm starting to like Chopper a little bit more, mm-hmm. actually. In the beginning of the episode, when Chopper walks up to Hera and he, she, he's like, how's your astromech? Did your astromech survive? And she's like, no, it didn't survive. <gasps> Chopper! And he's like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> e- Evil Chopper. But he was actually pretty cute in this episode. Hey, man. So they find these uh, prisoners and Saw is... Like, that's when Saw starts to, like, crack a little bit, because he's so sure there's, like, a super weapon on here, not just, like, Not a... just these people. Mm-hmm. These scientists. Who gives a crap? Yep. Who are probably, they're probably bringing to Oh, absolutely. Galen. Um. But Saw doesn't know what he has. I, what I really liked about this episode in particular is that it's really bringing in all the pieces of, like, canon from other sources. Mm-hmm. And so it, it just was very, a very satisfying episode where you're seeing, like, Saw come in and... You're just seeing puzzle pieces just fit together, fit together. And it's so nice. Good. And so you see Saw start to crack a little bit because he's, like, no, no, th- it can't just be people. It has to be something else. And... Something- My information's not bad. Yeah. It can't be. It's... I, I am... Yeah. A part of me wonders if Lux and Saw are still in Commuticado. Because Lux is technically sort of part of the partisans, mm. in a way. So, I, I, part of me wonders if they still talk. I would actually really like to see Lux again. Yeah. See how he's doing. He's still alive at this point. Well, I mean, we don't. I don't think we huh. have a canon death for him. Um, Never even thought about Lux. <laughs> well, he's in. He's in. Uh, well, spoilers. Mm-hmm. He's in a book. Right. That I've talked about. Sorry, I yeah, just gave it away a little. Um, so, uh, yeah, Saw, then, so they go on this, like, journey of trying to find what it actually is. They find a kyber, a giant-ass kyber crystal. So, very clear, this is going heading to the Death Star. Yep. 
Something cool, though, is that, like, the head death trooper was a lady. It was cool. That was cool. It was weird to hear them be able to talk, because that was the coolest thing about them in Rogue One. But I get it. It might have been, one, narratively hard to not have the stormtroopers be able to talk, and two, might have been a little too scary for kids. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is a little scary. Because it was super intimidating in the movie. Yeah, you kind of needed to know what they were saying. <laughs> they still had, like, a, a good yeah. gargle for them. Yeah, they still tried to do it. Mm-hmm. But, I, like, these are just, like, little pieces that's so easy to do. Like, yeah, that Death Trooper could be a woman. Yeah, absolutely. That's and such then a they did not, it. And then they did it. That This is how we get the whole 50-50 yeah. range. It's, you know all those, like, side characters? They all don't need to be men. Yeah. Uh, all those Imperial guys that you just hide their faces in hats? Just so, give them a little bit of hair or yeah, something. Just, well, give give a woman's voice. That's all. Yeah. It's really easy. Um, but I just, I applaud them on probably just thinking, hey. Oh, why not? Why not? Because this is such an easy thing we can do. We don't even have to change the model. No. It is absolutely there. Um, so they destroy, uh, or they find this kyber crystal. People are freaking out about it. Mm-hmm. Whoop-de-doo. Am I missing anything in the meantime? Uh, well, saw, not, well... So then moves forward to knock out Ezra and Sabine. Yeah, because uh, they're cause, like, we gotta go. And yeah, get everyone the wants out. to like Ezra and Sabine. They just want to get out of there. Mm-hmm. We and, gotta get those civilians out and get the civilians out and get the crystal out. But Saw really wants to know what their final destination is because mm-hmm. he's sure that's where the super weapon is. Uh-huh. He's and, like, no, we gotta ride this out. And that's when Ezra starts to see, like, why Saw's tactic isn't what Mon Mothma agrees with. Right, because he's like, well, what are we going to do when we get there? How are we going to get out? Mm-hmm. And Saw's like, we'll get out just fine. He's like, but what about the, the innocent civilians on board? And Saw's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. So like, They don't mean anything to me. So that's when, that's when Ezra, I, I like seeing him, alright, all right. he, he starts to understand why they don't take these kind of drastic actions. That he is not one of, like, Saw's people, even though he thinks that Maybe the rebellion can be a little more take a little more action. Yeah, it could be a which little clearly bit more the rebellion even agrees mm-hmm. there because there's not going to be a peaceful resolution. There's just mm-hmm. not going to be. Mon Mothma will realize that eventually. eventually. <laughs> we'll get there, and uh, yeah, they get there. Um, a kyber crystal that big was unstable, and they saw basically turns it into another bomb mm-hmm. and takes down another star destroyer. Two, two, right. Good well, job. the thing that they were on, I don't know exactly what that was, but it was big. It was a, a transport thing. Yeah. And then the Star Destroyer, yeah. And the episode ends pretty nicely with the all the scientists who were taken prisoner. Um, Sabine and Ezra got them out safe. Spoiler yeah. alert. And they're like, we'll return you to the, your home planets. And then they're like, you know what? If the Empire thought we were useful, maybe you'll find us useful, too. We'll help you with your cause. We'll help you guys. Don't know what we'll build, but we'll build something with science. <laughs> with science. So, yeah, I definitely, I really like this episode. Uh, I hope we just go up from here, and I'm Me sure too. we will. Um, it's I don't, a very good episode. I don't think Episodes. we got any sort of preview for the we next didn't. episode. Because we're watching this on demand. Yeah. People watching it on TV might. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't seen anything online yet. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's where I want to go. That's where I don't really know much about. But, yeah. We'll see next week. We'll just be surprised. Yeah, well, hopefully there is an episode next week. There's not a holiday or anything, is there? Halloween. It's Tuesday, uh, but... I mean, Can we have a special, like, Halloween edition? Like, those stupid episodes of every TV show that just, like, doesn't where, make sense? Where they just, like, it's the same episode, but they just, like, CG in some bats and pumpkins? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's... It, Hurricane and Ezra have to go to a Halloween bash. Oh, got it. That the Empire is throwing. Oh, they have fancy costumes. And they have to wear fancy costumes, and then it ends with with Hera and Kanan kissing. Yep. And I I will say this until the end of Rebels, and it is taken away from me a hundred percent. I really want Cassian and K two to. I know. Because there it was a little part a of me in today's episode. Like. When Saul was coming in, we didn't know who it was, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, it's pretty, it's probably going to be Saw, uh-huh. but a little part of me is holding out hope that Cassian and K2 will show up. And then nope. Nope. Well, yeah, because the second I saw that Ewing, that one was Ewing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, that's Saw. Yeah. Uh, so, 
we can maybe hope that mid-season, because that's when they'll tend to show the stuff for the second half of the finale, so mm-hmm. maybe we've only seen the stuff for the first. I'm, I really hope that they do show up before this show is be, over. It would be so good. It would be really good. Because he's on the base. There's no reason that he can't just show up. Yeah. I don't understand. It'd be such an easy cameo to make, and I want it. And I know Rebels isn't, like, all about cameos, and that's probably part of the reason we got really spoiled with cameos uh, the last two seasons. Yeah, but, like, okay. You can just have him We can have more Cassian. All you need is for him to be, like, walking away from Mon Mothma after getting an assignment or something Mm -hmm. while Hera's walking up. Because he is Fulcrum, and we don't- do we have a Fulcrum this season? We don't. Not yet, because- because Ahsoka's dead. Ahsoka's dead, and Callus uh, is on the base. Yeah. So, come on, Cassian. I'll root for that. And then, uh, last but not least, we're going to talk a little bit about Battlefront potential spoilers. Yes. So, if you don't want spoilers for the, like, story mode, campaign mode for Battlefront, then don't continue from here. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited about the Battlefront campaign. I'm very excited about this game in general. I, I think... feel like campaign's the only mode that we're really going to be able to play. No, I, I can play arcade mode, maybe. <laughs> the modes I play, I'll never be able to play. I'll never be good at it. I've already come to terms with I'm very bad. <laughs> like, I would just get shot instantly. You're and, like, oh, oh, I'm dead again. There, here Time I am. Roger, Roger. <laughs> uh, so, we had some audio leaks, and we talked about... Some before. Um, first that were leaked were just, like, the battle cries. So we heard, like, Ray's battle cries. Ever, like, oh. basically a lot of the characters just, like, battle words. And then fake Adam Driver. Who was, John like, Hamm. I'm Kylo Ren. And you're like, that's not what Kylo Ren sounds like. Some of his lines are so funny, though. And yeah? They're just like, I'm filled with something. Anger. I don't know. They're so <laughs> bad. It's... And then he talks to Grandfather a lot. He's like, Grandfather, when he dies, one of the words is like, Grandfather, I'm sorry I disappointed you. <laughs> but imagine me sounding like John Hamm, and that's how the What do you mean? Goes. You sounded just like Hamm Driver. You're a good job. He also has some A-plus dialogue that's meant for Ray. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. It's some A-plus stuff. So He's like, hey, you. <laughs> the end. <laughs> no! It's like Ray-specific. And oh. so, if I mean, obviously... That's my saber! Give it back! And, I mean, like, he says her name a couple times, which I'm like, oh. ooh. Has he ever said her name? No, that's why... <laughs> ooh. Too bad it wasn't actually Adam Driver saying no, it. Oh, that it's John Ham. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that would have been exciting. I want to hear Adam Driver say Ray's name. And he kind of makes, like, allusions to, like, being able to, like, censor and... I thought it was you. It's like, I felt your presence. It, it, yeah, it's something, like, literally like that. Uh-huh. So, I like his dialogue to, to Ray. One of them is, like, climbing a pile of dead bodies. That's, I'm, that's the stupidest line. What? Uh, he was like, I will make a mountain of your bodies and climb them. <laughs> and then I will be king of the hill. I am. Of bodies. <laughs> I'm Kylo Ren. That wasn't the exact line. Nope, that was the exact line. You heard it. But there's so many stupid ones. You heard it here first. Spoilers. I love Kylo so much. But part of the spoilers is that, yeah, again, don't listen if you don't want spoilers, is that Kylo makes an appearance in the campaign mode for Battlefront, which is very interesting. Very. Yeah. Because I want to know that timeline. Yeah, same here. Uh, and, like, something interesting, like, the director said, they're, like, they took Kylo in this, like, really interesting direction, and were really surprised when Lucasfilm was like, that's cool, whatever, so, I hope that he's kind of an interesting character in it. Is Lucasfilm just gonna come out and say that the campaign mode isn't canon compliant? No, it is canon compliant, though. Interesting. Um, also, uh, so, the story file, uh, file follows Iden Versio (laughs) and, uh, Gideon Hask and Dell, last name I forgot. I read the book, and... It's okay. Remembering characters first and the last names are... Yeah. And... Hard. So, uh, in the, in this apparent leak, it actually says that Aiden defects from the Empire pretty early on in the game, which surprises me. A, a fairly 
big amount because I thought this was going to be from, like, the Empire perspective, which, admittedly, at first I wasn't very excited for, and then I read Inferno Squadron, and I really liked how they handled all of their characters and why they serve the Empire. Mm -hmm. And so while I don't mind them, or, like, two of them defect, at least Gideon, I don't think, does, and from the information that we maybe may or may not have, uh... And it just seems like it happens fairly early on in the story mode. I wouldn't mind if it happened at the end. Right, because when you first told me about it, I was like, I don't understand why you're upset. Because then the character just realized that maybe what they'd been fighting for was not right. But, oh, it happens in, the, like, the very beginning? Well, then you don't get to see yeah. any of, like, the Empire's perspective. Yeah, that's, like, that's the part that, like, interests me. It just seems like the defect happens way too early instead of what I would have assumed if it did happen, it'd be the wrap-up of the story. Yeah, kind of like the climax of the the game. Yeah, but now it's just seeming like this happens probably, like, even before halfway through the game because there's a time jump. Oh, boy. Because it, it, and that's like a 29-year time jump. Mm -hmm. According to this leak, where uh, Aiden now has, like, a husband Mm -hmm. and... She has a daughter on Jakku. <laughs> uh, That's where everybody is like, uh, uh raise mom, Gate. Uh, I'm, I'm so tired. So tired of it. I just, like, I don't even care who Ray's parents are at this point. I just want to know so we can stop talking about it. Because mm-hmm. I truly, at this point, I don't think it matters at all. I think it's a... Very unimportant answer. I only have one opinion, and that's she's not a Skywalker. Oh, yeah, that's the only opinion I have. And then I have my, ideally, in the dream world, she's a Kenobi. Yeah. But. But I'm not holding my breath. No, no. I'm not expecting that in the slightest. Mm-hmm. But. Appreciating the fanfic that's like, this is Ray Kenobi. Oh, a plus. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And. So yeah, the the story seems interesting. Kylo making an appearance. The time jump is interesting. Uh, I mean, I'll probably once I get the game, just oh, actually, Matt will be here when Battlefront comes out. So we'll just sit down and play it, play it, and get through it and see how it goes. But yeah, I, w- I was kind of excited to see uh, an Empire story, and this is coming from me, someone who really hates Empire stories. But I really fell in love with the Inferno Squadron and in their Cause, book. Because the book really humanizes them all, right? Yeah, and I, sh- I keep saying Inferno Squadron. It's just Inferno Squad. My apologies. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was a really good book. And there there was... I don't think there was any hintings of them defecting, necessarily. But there was definitely hintings of Aiden thinking that, oh, maybe we shouldn't kill people. Right. You know? Maybe Maybe we're a little harsh sometimes. But I just would have been more... I I mean, I could be eating my own socks and it could be brilliant. Mm -hmm. And I I think them even having a story mode is great because in Battlefront 1 they didn't. Which is always a damn shame. And yeah, Battlefront 1 they didn't have that and they only had like timeline compliant characters. Which is just Which is such stupid. a bad idea. Stupid. You, I'm gonna go on a side rant here, because we're the Knights of Rant. I'm so tired of, like, every video game coming out just being, like, a multiplayer bullshit game. Mm-hmm. What happened to the good old single-player games with stories and character journeys? Good job, Battlefront. Getting pumped. I think Battlefront will... It's not gonna... It's still not gonna be, like, the game that I want. But I am way more okay with that than there not being a story mode at all. Yeah. Me me too. I, it'll, it'll, it definitely sounds interesting. I'm, I feel bad that I'm... At this point... Well, I mean, if Kylo's in anything, obviously he's the one I'm most interested in. Well, yeah. <laughs> because Duh, like, how do you, you fit in... How do you fit in here, boy? I'm just excited to run around in some clones, you know... Roger roger as, all over as the place. Some little battle droids. Yeah. It's just bullshitting around, getting people angry because they're going to take the game really serious and I'm going to be really bad. Yep. You know, just stuff like that. Yeah, so that comes out November 11th or 27th. One of those is the release date and one of those is my cousin's birthday. We'll find out later. <laughs> Stay I tuned. I also have someone born on 
the the eleventh. So oh, so mine's I think I don't who knows. But the game's coming out uh soon, and who knows? Maybe we'll try live st- streaming some of it. Um, do you think our internet's gonna be good enough? No, but we could try. We can it. try. Yeah, because we can stream straight from the PlayStation, can't we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's one of the main reasons that I got a PlayStation. Yeah. So, so we might maybe live stream it on YouTube. Uh, so yeah, be sure to. Check out our YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash Knights of Rant. You might have to... We might have to do it on Twitch. Oh, oh Twitch. Yeah. yeah. I don't um, think you can... You- uh, Twitch channel, I guess, Cartoon Games, but maybe I'll just make a Knights of Rant one. Yeah, we'll just probably make, we'll probably make a Knights of Rant. We'll make a Knights of Rant channel. We'll uh, let you know. Keep up to date on the Twitter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, keep up to date on Twitter. We're at Knights of Rant. Um, be sure to uh, like and uh, subscribe... The, I don't know if you're listening on YouTube. I'm t- doing a YouTube outro when I haven't posted on YouTube in forever. But uh, uh, if you want to go over to iTunes and give us a nice review. Give us a nice review that we can actually read now where I, like, basically cried reading all of them. You I, guys are really sweet. You guys are really sweet. It makes me very happy. <laughs> it's really nice to read those after we joke around at, like, how much nobody likes us. And then you read these nice reviews. And, and you're like, like, at least... You're like, this oh, person does. This person is very sweet. So yeah, because uh, we don't, we only have probably four more podcasts before we go off the air for a while. Yeah. And so one of those is going to be a final predictions video. Oh my god! Wait, is Battlefront comes out after the premiere? No, Battlefront comes out on the eleventh. Doesn't. What, when does the premiere though? Didn't it's you in say December? Oh, oh no! So, didn't you say it was November eighth? No, it's December eighth. Okay, December eighth. Oh, thank God! Then never yeah. mind. Yeah, no, it's December eighth. Because I was like, that's gonna come out while we're on our our internet blackout. It's gonna be rough. No, 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 no. Uh, December eighth is when the world premiere is. Oh boy. Yeah, but after Thanksgiving, you and I are gonzo. Absolutely. So yeah, thank you guys for listening to an episode of Who Talks First slash Nights of Rant slash Identity Crisis slash uh, Squadron Goals slash Who Are We. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, I'm CT. I'm the other host, I'm Solo. And we'll see you next week. Bye.